0: Hey, nerds, if you like what we do here on WAM Podcast for Nerds, remember you can always support us through ACAS supporting system, to which you can find a link to in the description below of every episode. It's only a minimum of three US dollars, but no commitment. We also sell mugs, which you can find at mainjams.com, and I would describe them with Nolan's trademark slogan, having a good hand feel. They're great for coffee, tea, when you're streaming, gaming, or just doing nerdy shit. All right, let's get to the show. Play that intro. And Andrew is totally not going to put this in because he's an asshole. Pizza. Yeah, we can. We can start. I'll just. I'll let it. I'll let it cool down here, and then I'll grab it afterwards. It shouldn't be too long of an episode. No,
1: we're pretty succinct and to the point.
0: Ish. Yeah. Ish. <laughs> yeah, we totally won't get sidetracked. Like every episode, we do. Not at all. There's not yeah. a chance. <laughs> without without uh, bones or uh, Andrew here to fucking like reel us in, we're totally not gonna get sidetracked. And Andrew is totally not going to put this in because he's an asshole and likes to put us in while it's extremely out of context. Ugh. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to One Podcast for Nerds. Uh, I am your host for today, Austin. Uh, with me is our other host, Nolan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, It is episode 33.
2: Something like that, yeah.
0: It's it's in the 30s. We're professional. Okay, um, double digits. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Um so Nolan. I watched uh Dune recently and I wanted to talk about it. What do you think? I think that's a great idea because I watched it last night. Yeah. So <laughs> Nolan, what is your opinions on it? Because when we were kind of just talking over it a little bit, you told me that uh there's some things you uh wanted to see a little more of. Well, <clears throat> I saw the
1: original one that David Lynch did and I saw the three part mini series that the Sci-Fi Channel did which was really good actually. It was so good. I, that was I thought that was a lot better than the David Lynch one.
0: Oh, and a lot of things were a lot better than the David Lynch yeah. one. There's
1: <laughs> the reason they didn't make the second part of that. Yeah. Um there were also and you know I recently saw that probably a few months ago as well. I rewatched it. And there were a few things that I really liked about the new one. Like, the production, of course, is going to be better because it's a Hollywood movie rather than a TV studio. So, like, the scenes, the backgrounds, backdrops, that was all better. The music was better. And,
2: like, just the filming of it, the direction of it was better. There were a few
0: things that I thought were missing. Like... Was it like the like the uh, disposition bomb of uh, David Lynch. Well, what was
1: missing was just the flow of the story. I thought it was, it didn't feel like a slow movie, but it was missing just pacing. I thought that was missing. Like there was a lot of like shots of some like symbolism and all that, which I understand that it, does a good a great job of setting up the story and setting up the second part but it just broke the pace of the movie i thought that's that was a big thing it like i i know the story like yeah. i never read books but i've i've read a lot of stuff about
0: dune and i watched oh, the, it's a very very famous sci-fi thing
1: oh yeah so like i'm very familiar there are a few but so like the pacing of it was just it just felt like it was dragging me back a little bit.
0: Well, no, I can understand that. Um, especially in a day, in a a day of age of what we call a good movie or at least what Hollywood considers as a good movie is um for me, I agree with you. Um it was very slow.
1: The storytelling and, was it was like they were trying to work too hard to do the storytelling at, at, but they did it at the expense of the pacing and the, um,
0: had my intention through and through.
2: Well, uh, yeah, visually, it was great.
0: Um, See, the day of age where everything's got to be so loud and bright and bombastic, right? Well, just to keep your attention off of your phone, right? That um, it, it took its time. I, the scenes, there's scenes in there where there's not like a whole lot of dialogue. It's just the music playing. By the way, Hans Zimmer fucking killed it on this draw on this movie. Oh yeah, the killed music was it.
1: great. The score was fantastic.
0: Very, very good. And I was watching a video on it actually earlier, and the one guy made a good point, and I want to just say it. Um, as Hans Zimmer killed it, right? But it's a lot of scenes, things that you can do without having a soundtrack for every single in every single person, right? Yeah. Like, the main character has a theme. His dad has a theme. His friend has a theme. His mom has a theme. The fucking... The the, the space church lady has a theme. And it goes on and on and on. Hans Zimmer, you did a fantastic job. Uh, but not every single scene needs to have music. Like, sometimes uh, scenes you cut out all sound and all everything like that, it adds a lot more drama and a lot more weight to a scene. And I think that could have helped in some sense, but it, overall um, we're trying to be as vague as possible because it is still new, but we also really wanted to talk about it.
2: One um, thing
1: though, that was really missing that was in all the other adaptations is Duke Harkonnen. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, yeah, he's discussed like vi- visually, physically, he's revolting. But what was missing was, like, just the creepiness, the creep factor. Oh, because in the other ones,
0: way scarier though.
1: Yeah, like, oh, don't get me wrong, but like in the other ones, like he comes across as a bit of a paedophile as well with the young men, and that was completely missing,
0: and like that was like a big part of his character.
2: Yeah, I
0: actually I agree with you on that. Because um, it was
1: like they focused too much on the physical revoltingness of him. Mm-hmm. Like when he's eating at the table
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's just like lips smacking and like it, it was gross. Don't get me wrong. Like that was gross. Like they nailed the whole physical revoltingness mm-hmm. of it. But just that other side of his character that just makes you hate him more mm-hmm. just was missing.
0: Oh, see, Stellan Starsguard hit, hit it like out of the park for me. Oh, uh, he did a great job. Absolutely. Like um, and I think it's it's because he's a different character. Right. Um, in the David Lynch one, he was like floating around really quickly and he had boils and everything like that, and he was physically the d- same kind of uh visually disgusting. The thing that makes this version of Baron Harkonnen and scarier is he's calm, floats slowly. Every movement is with purpose. He has these cold, dead eyes that Behind it, you can tell every single thing he's planning to take you down. Right, very, very uh uh direct, and he doesn't move very much, but he doesn't need to because everything's done with purpose. Right. I but think he, that's he what looks it... like the embodiment of Jabba the Hut. Yeah, like he looks exactly like, and he's very, very intimidating. Like beforehand in the David Lynch movie, Baron Harkona wasn't scary; he was, he was cheesy. Right? Yeah. And don't get me wrong. There's a lot of stuff that made you really hate him like that. Like, like you said, he was like, there was some very underlying pedophilia kind of references to him. Right. But in this one, he's intimidating. Right. And he's, not, he's, he's so a beast that he can't move. Right. That's why he floats. That's why he floats. But in this one, even the flying is intimidating because in the first, like in the David Lynch one was spoilers for like 80 fucking for like the 1980 movie, which came out 40 years ago. But he flies around and it's like fucking, have you ever seen Charlie in the Chocolate Factory? Yeah. Uh, how it's like they drink the soda pop and they're flying around they're like woo and the bubbles are like fly- coming out of that that's how he flies around it's fucking weird like it's like woo and he's flying around it's like fucking flight of the bumblebees plane in the background right he's very campy this one is so intimidating like like in the trailer for example right um this is something everybody should have seen so this, I think it's okay to kind of talk oh, about yeah, uh, the, the trailer where he just slowly floats up and his coat is hanging down Right? Oh, it's so intimidating.
1: Oh, yeah. And, like, that's where, like, the blockbuster aspect of it, like, the money and the production value, like, for me, is what saved it. Like, visually, that is what saved the movie for me because the pacing, without that backdrop and everything else there, I probably would have lost interest in the movie. Really? Yeah. Because, like, there were some great sequences, but, like, I thought they spent too long on Caladan, the home planet for House Atreides.
0: That's fair enough. They, but
1: that was like twenty minutes they could have cut out.
0: Well, because what they're doing uh, is because part they're doing uh, this movie into two parts, right? Yeah. And to finish off the sequel, they're doing the sequel book, which is called like Book of the Messiah or whatever, right? So that's why they're trying to fill it up so that way it can it, it would it would feel like a full movie instead of just the beginning parts, right? Um, but, uh, I think it was good cause it, it made you, uh, it made you understand, uh, uh, Baron, uh, Atreides and his decision-making. It made you understand Paul and his decision-making his mother's and, and her, 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 uh, her plight between her religion and her love for her family. Right. There's a lot of different things going on in this story and it's a very complex story. Right? right. So You got to take the time to really put it out there. See, um, and it's actually kind of cool because, like I said, you're the first person I've, I've talked to that has this kind of play, uh, thought process of it because every person I've, I've talked to about it, they're like, this was amazing. This is the greatest thing ever. And it's always good because actually, I've, I like this because you're like, well, it wasn't what I was hoping for. And that's always a good thing because you can hear what people think on the other side. We
1: see, I'm a huge fan of the sci-fi adaptation, the three-part uh, series they did. I thought that was brilliant.
2: I was a huge was fan of that. Good.
1: And, you know, that was more fast-paced, but mm. it still told the story. Yeah. And this I think it just kind of the writers I think were trying to just give us too much information. I don't think we needed all of it, to be yeah, honest. Like the background about Paul's grandfather. I that that wasn't necessary. Um because we yeah. we got we understood Duke Atreides and like Paul's dad. So we didn't need to go f- back further and get any information about his grandfather.
0: It's to kind of flesh out the world because uh um we're, I don't I, – I can't really – I'll tell you about it afterwards.
1: One okay, thing after- I was really looking forward to because mm-hmm. big Hollywood movie, big blockbuster, and I wanted to see it that wasn't in the movie was uh-huh. –
0: is this gonna be a spoilery kind it's, of thing? I, I don't think it's gonna be a spoiler. Okay, okay, fair enough. But
1: like in the David Lynch one in Sci Fi one, they show you what the pilots from the Space Guild look like because they've mm-hmm. been twisted and warped and mutated by Spice. Mm-hmm. And so they don't look human at all. And like you'd never even know that they were human to
0: begin but with. They might they might still do this because they didn't even introduce the Emperor in this movie.
1: Um no no, just his shadow guard and his the mouthpiece of the emperor and all that. And mm.
0: so the, they might still do it because if you remember the David Lynch one, the the like they wheel him in, the, him in, right? The fucking yeah. uh, the the pilot thing that you're talking about. They wheel him in. Um, so it's very possible that he they might still show up in the second part.
1: I hope so because I wanted to see how what they make them look like.
0: So you're on the side that you said you, you, it, it was a, it was entertaining, but it's not what you were looking for.
1: Well, right? I did enjoy it. That's why I mean. I, it was entertaining. I just my criticism was just the pacing, and i I think they tried a little too hard to throw in a bit too much information to set up the next movie. I've got huge expectations for the next movie because of how this one set it up. <laughs> And like I'm expecting, sometimes, I'm expecting a great part, too. Okay. Don't get me wrong. And I did. I thought the first part was good. I, I thought it was a good movie. Oh,
0: yeah, oh, yeah. I did?
1: I purposely didn't read any reviews of it. I've seen headlines for months about some of them saying this was a letdown. And this movie wasn't a letdown. Who no. said that? Oh, I saw... I read there were mixed reviews when it was released in one of the film festivals. Oh no!
0: Yeah, no! no, no. And like, everything I, I've I, read on it is a fucking phenomenal. Everybody's in love with this movie, man.
1: Ever since it's come out, I've seen really good headlines. But oh. yeah, when it was first released in one of the festivals, it it had good reviews and a couple kind of mediocre reviews. Yeah. But no, it's it it's a good movie, and I think everyone should see it. Anyone who's interested in Dune should definitely see it because it's a good movie, and the second movie is going to be great.
0: Um, so I guess, like I was saying, on your side, you thought it was entertaining, but it wasn't quite what you're looking for.
1: It was. I just like I was. I still got what I went there for to get. It was just dragged out. I felt.
0: And on, uh, so uh, no, one hundred percent. Well, I'm trying to lead on to my side. <laughs>
1: I thought it was. Well, awesome. yeah, it was nothing that I wanted.
0: I <laughs> want any of that.
1: no, absolutely not. I was let down. Derek, how's that? All
0: right, perfect, perfect, perfect. And then on my side, <laughs> um, on my side, I thought it was awesome. I thought um, the storytelling was fantastic. Like I was saying before, in a day and age where everything's got to be so explosive here, and then we got to have like a fucking map show where they go over there, right? It was awesome. They took the time to build these characters so that way you care about them. even characters that don't that that aren't in the movie as much as you want them to be, right? They stick around. Like do you, do you actually like them. Um, scenes in it where uh, where. The actors, they t- they just showed up and they knocked it out of the fucking park. And um, I think this movie is fantastic in a lot of the casting choices and the like. I said the music is phenomenal. Uh the visuals is perfect. I think the pacing. It, I agree with Nolan. It is a slower movie than what we're used to. Right, that's not a bad thing because sometimes you need to actually. Sometimes you actually need to sit down and pay attention. And one criticism I re-
1: I did see. Or heard somewhere that I think is completely unfounded was that, the David Batista didn't have enough screen time. He this wasn't the movie where he's supposed to.
0: Hmm. Next, and minute. I'm expecting
1: to see a lot
0: of him in the next one. Um, and the whole thing for that me is that we just this is an example of a good remake. It built on everything that the movie did. It has less than the TV show, but it had less time to tell you what the TV than the TV show did. So once I say once we put the first the two parts together, then we can compare the movies, the movie and the TV show. But at this moment in time, um, it was an example of a really good remake. And the reason why I kind of want to talk about Dune, and even though it's a spoiler free review and everything like that, is because I kind of want to talk about remakes because remakes piss me off. <laughs> and as you guys know, I like to talk about what pisses me off. That's my favorite thing to do, I like to rant. Um, it just seems so cheap, and I, I understand the reason why. Uh, Hollywood would rather put their money behind something that they they know what people will go to, and they, it's cheaper and less to cast because it's everything's already there. You can you just got to make it look the same. Um, you got to make it look pretty, but. And- Saying that out of
1: principle, I will not watch the new Point Break.
0: Oh, exactly, right? Oh,
1: like, like, that never going on the list. to fucking happen, man. It's actually on the
0: list. <laughs> um, so what I wanted to do is I thought it would be a fun idea to kind of talk about, the like, uh, some really good remakes and some really bad remakes and talk about our thought process as we're going along and on. Because... Remakes can add things that the old movies didn't have, but they also take away stuff and nuances that the old movies had. And uh, the exact same thing goes for video games because, like, guys, Robinus blind. We're paying full price for these games that we've been playing for years and years and years. Are you uh, about
1: the Elder Scrolls?
0: <laughs> Elder Scrolls is on the list. But it's just, like, what really got me was the new GTA definitive edition for the first for GTA 3 for the first 3D games GTA 3 GTA um uh Vice City and San Andreas. Right? Um and like it 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 hurt me because these games they should be like like the whole three set should only be like $60. In my opinion they they're $60 these games are they they barely look better for one. Like, for example, if you take the mafia remakes, yeah, they had their bugs and everything like that, but they look way better than these games. Right? Um, they didn't add anything. So that's another criteria taken them down. Right? Well, it's
1: not like when they remade Final Fantasy VII. They completely redid it. Oh, and well, made see- it like that's two different kinds of remakes I think. I
0: was about to say, I guess I'm comparing uh well see that's a remake and a remaster, but like the reason why I'm using it is they're just putting these games out here and we're just paying for it. And like I just don't see how these three games put together is worth the $90 you're paying for it. No right? it's not. Um so like I said I figured we could always talk about how some remakes that ended up being good. And I actually found out some stuff I didn't know was a remake. So this is actually funny because somebody who uh, would probably have go- gro- growing up probably seen all these movies in theaters originally, right? And now that you're an adult, you're probably going and seeing them as uh, uh, nowadays, right? Me, I've, re- I've if I didn't go back and watch the originals first, uh, these would have been my only uh, experiences for the movies. Like I said, like for example, I didn't know that carded was a remake. Was it? Yeah, apparently it was a remake. It's on the list. It departed. Um, It was a remake of a Hong Kong movie, uh, Eternal Affairs. I've seen that with Chow Yun-fat. I believe so, yeah. I think so, yeah. Apparently it's a remake of that, right? And that's why my example for a good remake is you take the old movie. Right, You have the old movie here, this this weird circle I made with my hands, right? And then you add stuff to it, right? Build on some nuances, add up – even if it's in a new setting, little things like that add to it, right? Um, But on the other hand, uh, using uh, the departed and uh, internal affairs, one set in Hong Kong, one set in uh, America, right, in Boston, um, you have the Karate Kid. Right. Yeah, that Fair. was it. Was kung fu? It's not even karate. Exactly, and it's like they, um, it's almost mirrored because the first Karate Kid movie takes place in America, right? And the second, and the second, the remake takes place in China. Just the way that Eternals Affairs takes place in China, and Departed takes place in uh America, right? And it's just like sometimes that goes. Ag- it kind of can. What is good can go against what you're going for. Right? Like I think karate but, kid missed the mark on a lot of things. I, I think it would have been better
1: if it tried to be its own movie, something exactly. new. Yeah, because like, something. Jackie Chan I love Jackie Chan.
2: He was really good in the movie too.
1: He, he was good in the movie, but he you could tell he was copying Mr. Miyagi a bit. Hmm. And that's it didn't feel like you were getting Jackie Chan. If yeah. it was a proper Kung Fu movie where he was teaching a young boy how to defend himself and all that stuff, like, yeah, you, there would have been the parallels with the Karate Kid, of course, but it would have been its own movie and probably would have been able to get more out of the characters. Okay, well, fair that's what I thought was missing.
0: Yeah. And now... Uh... Here's another example of another good remake that uh, I want to hear your opinion on. Have you seen "A Star's Born," the new One?:
1: That's the one with Lady Gaga.:
0: Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper.: No. <laughs> okay. Have you seen the old one with Chris Christofferson? No. Okay, never mind. I don't think this is going to be a It's going to be like. Um, the reason why I think it built on it is because they added a lot. They, a lot of Bradley Cooper's character and Chris Christopherson's characters are the exact same. They had a lot of nuance with Bradley Cooper. And I think Lady Gaga's performance as the main character in that movie added to then uh, the. I can't remember the actress in that movie who played her. Oh, fuck. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, she, her performance. They like they added so much more to that movie, which made it, I think, in my opinion, better remake than the, the original.
1: Well, when you have, like you said, with the remake, you have to you have to make it different while being true to the original, mm-hmm. and different enough that it can stand on its own. I think that's the thing. Where if you just make a carbon copy with just new actors doing the same thing, it just feels lifeless and falls flat because it's like singing karaoke in a bar, right? It's never gonna be the same as the original song, of course. But you go and you see a live band and they're singing something, it's not karaoke that that's the difference. It doesn't matter like I've been to karaoke nights where like there are like amazing, fantastic singers that win karaoke competitions, but it's a copy and it doesn't have the same life. So when you do a remake, you have to have – it
0: has to have something that makes it just a little bit different
1: so that it can stand on its own two feet.
0: Um, another big reason why I, I think uh, I don't really like uh, remakes is was it needed? Right? Did they I've really... already seen – I've
1: seen the story. I know how it ends.
0: That, yeah, like, like, it takes exactly. something away from it. Right? And it's just like, like – for example, of this point right here, was it needed? Ben Hur, twenty sixteen.
2: Oh God, yeah. Oh,
0: did, 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 who wanted it? Nobody was asking no for one. it. The original was a classic. It was a classic movie, right? The original and was it, really, really good.
1: And it's played every Easter, so like everyone's seen it to death. So like exactly. everyone knows it.
0: And so like, why, what, so why make a new done? one? Exactly right. Well, like it is so. When it comes to remakes, it's like, yeah, sometimes it's really wanted. Like, for example, um, Dune. Everybody really wanted The original David Litch one wasn't as good as everybody wanted it to be. They wanted to see this in full screen. They wanted to see it on the golden screen. And see the whole story play out. Exactly. With Ben-Hur, though, it's like, who asked for it? At that point, Hollywood, you're just trying to print money, but then you lost, like... It was actually, believe it or not, uh, it is the biggest flop of 2016. It lost over $70 million. So was it even worth mis- uh, filming it in the first place? Not at all. Exactly. So Hollywood, if, you're listen- like, if you listen to this, and I doubt they do, right? But <laughs> please. We don't have that kind of pull. Yeah, please, <laughs> please. I'm begging you as a movie fan. Come up with something new. If you're gonna if if you're just gonna make a movie and you're gonna make it worse, like taking like, a risk and making something new, at least you have a chance to have a fucking not, like like a uh, fucking home run.
1: They're going to remake Roadhouse, the Patrick the Patrick Swayze movie. Why? That was announced this week. I.
0: Who in the right fucking mind is going to mess <laughs> with that? No. Right? Well, well, I mean, it's like. But, like, in the first place, it's already kind of a cheesy topic because, like, who cares if, of like, about a heroic bouncer that goes around kicking people in the cheek, right?
1: right. That cares? movie had its place then. Like, Good time. There's no need for that now. It's kind of like, like- – like, No way – it's not relevant at all to today. Basically, it's a studio trying to make money on people's nostalgia.
2: Right,
0: exactly. Like, and it's, it's-,
1: it's like Point Break, like.
0: I'm not like oh that that pissed me off when I read that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my next my next point, or a good one, is there a story to tell? Well, are you a James Bond fan?
1: Yeah, I watch James Bond. I I grew up watching all the movies. I love them. You know what? I thought Daniel Craig. It took me a little while to warm up to him. But you know what? I thought he did a good job because he was a new James Bond. It was a more modern version. More
2: like – and it was telling a different kind of story with it.
0: He just fucking scoped it. Casino Royale is a remake. Yeah. My next point for a good remake is there has to be something to add to the story.
1: Like It it was filmed – like the camera work was more modern, mm-hmm. it was like and just it had a bit more grittiness than regular James Bond. It had a law of the camp and all that stuff too, but it's still like I remember like the opening scene with all the parkour stuff
0: on the crane. Yeah, and, there was like, and they're they're running through like, like uh, southern Africa, I believe. But like you'd
1: never see that in the old James Bonds. No, that that just wasn't what old James Bond was. But th- it was a modern one. You have all the technology now. You can, you can have a film sequence like that. You can have the action. Because James Bond is supposed – he's relentless, mm-hmm. and he'll chase it down. He won't stop, and that's yeah. exactly what Daniel Craig did
0: as James think, Bond
1: in Casino Royale.
0: And I think what they were trying to do, like, especially because this was actually a good example of changing up your formula once it gets stale. Right, because after um, the Pierce Brosnan bonds and everything was so campy, like you said. And don't get me wrong; there's some charm, and there's a reason why they brought it back towards the end of the Daniel Craig era. But it got too to the point where it was so campy that, like, the movie started to bomb. So that's why they started to reboot it, right? And see, that's this was a, a guttural reaction to those failures. And I, you're right; it added such a good thing. Like, I think the most like advanced gadget was like the uh, fucking what is it called the. Doo-doo clear thing uh yeah. to start your heart and he it, all it was was it was like it didn't have the paddles it was just something that he like put on his chest and it restarted his heart right and i thought that was really interesting because it was a whole new take because when you think about bond you think about the car with the machine guns in it you think about fucking exploding pens and fucking dart guns and and grappling guns and all of his special tools he has and i thought that was a really cool thing i like to like kind of update the, the story because it adds something to tell
1: Right? It took the old style and it made it more modern, a bit more relevant with the other movies. And instead of just repeating the same thing and boring us to death, because yeah, the, I love Pierce Brosnan
2: as Bond, mm-hmm. but the formula just... It just kept too true to the original styles
1: that it was getting old. And it was... On the verge of I think failing and they had to reboot it. They did. They remade it Casino Royale. And it was modern. It was fresh. It it had everything it was done right.
0: Okay. Hell yeah. So we've gone over our three points of what makes a good uh what makes a good remake. And we've gone over the couple points that makes a bad remake. So I have a list here, Nolan. Right. I want to hear your opinion here on what is a good remake and what is a bad remake. Some of the points, some of the movies that are going to come on this, we've already talked about, though. All right. Aladdin,
2: 2019. You know, I, it was tough because I just – what
1: one problem when you remake a movie is when you have a character in the original that – just takes over, like Robin Williams is the genie, yeah. Like, don't get me Iconic. wrong, Will, Will Smith. I thought did a good job, but the problem is, you can't. There are sometimes there are some roles you just cannot follow in someone else's footsteps in it, and like for me, the problem with that, like everything else I thought was good, but I did. The one thing that just kept coming back to me was it wasn't Robin Williams.
0: Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's a good thing, though. No, that's a good thing because instead of just getting Will Smith to do a carbon copy of what Robin Williams did, they're like, No, you can't be Robin Williams. I know, Williams. Be, but, Williams. be you. And but I thought that was Williams awesome. that's a good thing. As a
1: genie was so like
0: iconic, it was yeah. such
1: so iconic that like afterwards, like, um. The guy, Lasseter, that came over and took over the animation studio when they bought, when Disney and Pixar merged, he he recognized how iconic Robin Williams made the genie mm-hmm. and made sure that Robin Williams, because Robin Williams got screwed
2: over.
0: He got fucked over hard fucked in that movie.
1: So, he got fucked so hard by Disney mm-hmm. that Lasseter made sure he was properly compensated and tried to make amends with him over it because he felt it wasn't even his fucking movie it was <laughs> yeah, but, and then he came in is like you know what i have to this was such a wrong i need to write it because like yeah. he is the genie when you think of the movie the cartoon aladdin yeah. you all you think of I'm you don't think of cool. aladdin jasmine jasmine's my favorite princess but you don't think of any of that. You think
0: Robin Williams. I think Mulan's my it. favorite. I think Mulan's my favorite princess. Um. All right. So, good or, uh, yay or nay? Good or bad?
1: Yeah. You know, I think that was one. I understand why they did it. They did an all right job of it. But I got to say nay because like I can't – I did not want to see another Aladdin without Robin Williams as a
2: genie
0: no that's good that's good i um so that's one for nay i'm gonna say uh i'm gonna say yay because it it added some stuff to the story right they there there's a romance between uh uh genie and uh jasmine's fucking like uh maiden and everything like that um it was it was casted very well and they didn't try to replace him that's true those are all valid points so that's why i'm going yay and you're going nay that's totally fine so that's one and one for aladdin right <laughs> the departed as we talked about i'm saying fuck yes i think that's a great e- uh remake right you know what i'm gonna say yes as well okay i don't even think we really need to talk about it because we've already talked about that one yeah um king kong 2005 oh fuck which one was that that's the one where he looks like a gorilla and it, they actually go to Skull Island. Um, Adrian Brody's in it um, with Jack Black. Black. Yeah,
1: you know what? I'm I liked it. it. I, th- I, I'm, I'm all for that because you have the modern technology, mm-hmm. all of the
2: like,
1: you got all the CGA technology, everything like that. They went. Now, one of the scenes I love from the original is about the T Rex. They didn't need to have Kong kill three T-Rexes and bow three of them. One or two would have been good, but like that's just going over. They kind of... I mean, that's where you can go a bit too far because you have the technology now. But I thought it was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. Because, like, again, that's where you're remaking a movie, but you're adding to it because now you have better technology. So it's not like a rabbit fur model and that... Which you know, one of the inadvertent uh, qualities of the original was because of the rabbit fur that they used f- to make Kong mm-hmm. in stop motion when he's climbing up on top of the building, it looks like the like his fur is blowing in the wind because the f- rabbit fur was so soft that it was holding the foot, the fingerprints, and all that stuff of the modelers when it did stop that. motion. No, I
0: know that that's really cool. I had no idea. So that's that, actually really interesting.
1: So it. I mean, that it looks like his fur, his hair is blowing in the wind yeah. while he's climbing the mountain, or not, not mountain, um, uh, the building, the Empire State Building. Yeah. And it's just a byproduct of the modeling process.
0: Wow. Okay, that's cool. I thought that was intentional. I didn't know that was just like, no, but it looks shirt. like That's like really it. cool. Yeah, it looks really good. Wow. Okay. But, like, cool.
1: Again, like they remade the movie, the they built the they had new characters like, Jack Black was brilliant in his
0: role, right? I thought he did amazing. See, like, I think Jack Black should get a chance to do more drama roles because he doesn't get that that very often. And um, I thought he did really good as well. Like, I think the casting was really well done. Um, I hate by Adrian,
1: way, Adrian Brody, but, you know, I thought he fits in that movie. Like, And again, that's where it wasn't it was a remake. It was a copy, but there was enough done to it where they were allowed to like create their own characters a bit more and they weren't exact carbon. Right?
0: They're very different, a lot of them, especially uh uh Naomi Watts character, uh the the, the lead actress in that movie. Um, well she did
1: try to be
0: true to Faye oh now I can't remember her name. I can't remember her name either that's why I went with lead actress. But
1: but <laughs> think like, she did her best to be true to the spirit of that character.
0: But, but she this, again it
1: made it her own.
0: Yeah, and she's not. She she's like, she wasn't a damsel. That's thing I really liked. Yeah, she gets taken quite a bit, but it's also King Kong's a twenty five foot gorilla. You're not going to resist that. Um, so what do you think, Aaron? Oh,
1: I'm definitely yay for that because again, they took you were like especially with Skull Island. You they were able to take all the technology. Like, I really I thought it was really cool in the original when they're walking around and you see the dead stegosaurus lying outside and all stuff but with the technology you could really flesh out skull island so you understand that kong is coming from that environment rather than just being a random giant gorilla on an island with a couple of dinosaurs like you see the whole atmosphere environment and ecology of it and just that's where the technology can add so much more to a remake
0: um so this one right here is a tough one. the next one it's been remade twice <laughs> um ocean's eleven a lot of people know knew this, but the two thousand one uh two thousand and one one i don't like how i said that uh the two thousand one remake of uh ocean's eleven is a remake all right i just i hated how it went two thousand and one one I didn't like that. Um, it is a remake. Uh, Frank Sinatra actually starred in the original, yeah, Oceans Eleven of it, right? And the that's the reason why they made callbacks to it because um, in this in the two thousand one, uh, Oceans Eleven, I almost said one again, <laughs> that was gonna make me mad. Um, they ref, the reason like every person in this room has shook hands with Sinatra. That was the kind of like nod to the original movie, right? I think the 2001 is a good example of a good remake that just had stuff to add to the story. I think so, too. And then the 2019 remake, which was an all-female cast, I personally – like, it was a good movie. Don't get me wrong. It was actually actually quite decent when it comes to cheap remakes, right? But it felt gimmicky. Exactly. And that's the problem. Like, when they did Ghostbusters
1: with all-female cast, like – it became gimmicky and they wrote ghostbusters like gimmicky. And I thought the oceans 11 one with the women, like they, they, I thought it was kind of let down by just the quality of the writing. And like, it was like they tried to make it gimmicky that way.
0: And uh, like that, that was actually my exact same opinion on this one. Um, Actually, you kind of got the next one too. I was going to say that sucks. Was it Ghostbusters? It was Ghostbusters. Um, but Ocean's uh, Eleven, two thousand one. 2001, I say, yeah. Absolutely. And again, like
1: the acting with Brad Pitt and George Clooney, like mm-hmm. they're their own characters. And um, what else that's is where there? the personality of the actor, I mean, and they're they always mean- the same kind of character in everything. Like, mm-hmm. you got the good actors, but. They're doing it, they're, it's the same acting in every movie they do, hmm. and so that's how that's enough to make it different enough exactly. where it, it, it stands on their own because, again, they're not carbon copies.
0: Um, 2000, 2019 versus
1: 11.
0: I'm yeah, going, game. I, no, yeah, yeah. All right, perfect. We're actually we're agreeing quite a bit on this. I thought we'd be disagreeing more.
1: Well, we're both smart men. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh yes, my ego is growing again. Um Eyes of the Planet of the Apes.
2: Oh no. I just
1: hate that entire franchise. I I think it's really good. I really I got such a hate on for that franchise. I don't know I don't know where where it comes from. I don't know why. Um but like no the remake <laughs> the, original, the original was better.
0: See, you guys like, can't see it, but oh, he's man. literally got his hand on his forehead, blocking out one of his eyes because he's so upset he has to talk about it.
1: Like Charlton Heston was brilliant,
0: very, very good. Like, yeah. don't,
1: like I think he's a wingnut, but he was—he was a great actor. Oh
2: and, damn,
1: oh, all to hell! Like, oh, it was just such a good—it was such a good movie. The original, like. Apart from me hating it, <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen both, and I even want—I even tried to rewatch the new one, and like a while, but a long time ago, just because there's nothing else on Netflix or whatever I was streaming through, and I was bored, and I started watching it, and it's like, oh no, like Mark Wahlberg, like I'm, I love you, man, but like. No, it's just. Oh no, you're thinking, of the, you you, uh, oh. thinking of the wrong movie. Oh, the wrong movie. Oh, that Rises, was. Rise
0: is uh Rises with uh, uh, James Franco? And it's about Caesar. And it's uh, uh, a right. rise, uh, war, and uh, I think it's like uh, uh, like end to. I don't remember what the third movie's called. Yeah, that remake no. though is a bad remake. <laughs> I agree, but actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think that that should be on this list because it's not a remake; it's a prequel. Ah, uh, yeah, but it's pretty good though. I, I think know. it's really good. I, I I agree with you though. The fucking Tim Burton one, whoo, what a stinker!
1: Oh yeah, that was bad.
0: But no, like good.
1: the originals. This is the original <sighs> movies were good. Were th- they were better.
0: It's just and, too iconic. It's just too iconic to touch, you think. It's not that. Like there's no reason why it
1: couldn't have been remade and couldn't have been
2: better and all that stuff, but it just nah. I'm taking a hard pass on that one.
0: Nay, all right. I'm going yay for uh Planets of the uh, the remake of Planets. uh I'm saying nay to the remake of Planets Apes. I'm saying yay to uh the trilogy prequel of Planet of the Apes, because that was actually good. Uh, Charlie, and the Chocolate Factory.
1: Oh, that's tough. That because everything I've said about carbon copies, yeah, like again, like this is an example where it was almost, and I, like it was almost frame for frame identical to the original. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that's a few uh, added stuff to Willy Wonka. A path. few, which. The
1: w- one thing that amazes me was the writers were told not to watch the f- original mm-hmm. and so the writers never watched the original they wrote it from the book. Harder. I don't I I I can't believe that because it was too too similar.
0: Very very close. I agree with you. On very,
1: that. I mean, now Gene Wilder in the original I think it's better. He, oh, he he did better than Johnny Depp, but Johnny Depp was good. He was great in that, and
0: I, I didn't like how campy it was. I like the original. I like Gene Wilder's version better. It's Gene a Wilder more- was
1: scarier. There yeah.
0: was a an undertone
1: of malice that Johnny Depp didn't quite have. It was too goofy. Yeah, too but childlike whimsy. I did like how the Oompa Loompas in the I did prefer the Oompa Loompas in the first or in the original or in the remake.
0: Yeah, because they're not orange and got, like, fucking green, like, kind of, like, yeah, uh, and,
1: and to be honest, like, the guy who played them, because it's just one actor who played them,
2: I love them. Yeah. Yeah. I've Hurry seen down him down. a lot of other things, and I love that guy. Now, this is, this goes against everything I've said before, but I thought, I liked the
1: the remake. All right, I fair did.
2: Enough. Fair enough, I but... mean,
1: Gene Wilder, did have that undertone of, like, malice and just, like, you could tell he was
2: evil. Mm -hmm. Johnny Depp didn't quite have that. And I liked his take on it, too. I preferred Gene Wilder, but
1: you know, this is where, this is going to be the exception to my rule, Yeah, where, like, it was karaoke, but it was good karaoke.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... I'm on the other side of this. I disagree with you. I think the original is better in almost every single aspect of the way. Right? Um, there's needless information added onto it. You don't give a fuck about uh, why Willy Wonka decided to start this chocolate factory. You don't care about his his dad being a dentist. You don't care, right? You don't care how he went into the uh, to the jungle to find the Oompa Loompas. Um Yeah, you just don't care. Like, who cares, right? Um, you want to hear the story. Um, and I think original you know, got to the point it was, it didn't care. It was like, it's like, this is the movie, this is what we present to you. Gene Wilder did perfect, right? He was just kind of goofy enough, and he had just enough childlike whimsy to really believe that, uh, like, uh, this man child decided to start a truck factory, but he's also just unhinged enough to that you believe, like, should we be trusting him? right he's putting these yeah. children in a lot of danger And in the in the new one Johnny Depp's is like i didn't know this was dangerous i'm so sorry goofy me ha right and you're like shut up <laughs> I, um i just i don't know so this is this is a nay for me but this is a cool this is exactly what i thought was going to originally happen when I mean, we would disagree on more but we seem to be quite more uh, we seem to be agreeing all right enter. <laughs> Nay, uh,
2: you know this one. It's a yay for both. Nay, Benner. Oh, Benner. Oh, that was a nay. Oh yeah, we covered Ben-Hur. that one. Yeah,
0: Lion King twenty
2: nineteen. I haven't seen it. Uh, nay. I a mean, nay. I for- mean,
0: again, like to You're me, movie.
1: that's one of the greatest Disney movies ever or cartoons.
0: It's funny because technically and- it's a. It, it, it. They stole it from Kimba the White Lion, which was this nineteen seventies uh, anime from Japan that nobody's ever seen that I'm talking about now and realizing. Uh,
1: like, <laughs> I love the vo- The voices. I mean, the kid who played who voiced uh, Simba, uh, oh, as a, a cub. Good. Well, Jonathan the Taylor Rachel. Thomas, or ever who did uh, Simba as a cub. Like I hated that kid on home on. Uh, what was it? Home improvement. Home improvement? Yeah. But they even
2: what? Oh I I hate that kid. But <laughs> like I love uh oh shit. Simba's dad's James
1: Earl Jones. His voice oh, a- and like Scar played by Jeremy Irons, like oh. fuck man. I root I, I root for him because I yeah. love Jeremy Irons and like Oh, like, it was just beautiful. Like, there's just, I get, like, so many beautiful
2: things about the cartoon that just, and again, I don't know. It's just, when you go live
1: action, when you're going animals to animals. Kind of lose can, like,
0: a little bit of that you emotion. You do,
1: because, like, you can get away with sloppiness in animation when it's a cartoon, but you with CGI, you you just can't, you don't. Like, I've seen some scenes from it. And it just does a pretty movie it's a pretty movie, and you know what I've seen the musical
2: live in the, in a theater, and like it's it's amazing mm-hmm. but yeah, like yeah, I'm, I, I'm not I just wasn't a fan for, of the bits that I've seen
1: that I didn't watch the live action one
0: uh, I, uh I'm going nay on this as well. And uh the reason why I'm going is,
1: yay for the live theater uh musical. It's fucking oh, amazing. So and if anyone ever gets a chance to see The Lion King in oh theater. I, 100%. Oh,
0: like um, the
1: musical, you need to see that.
0: Anytime you get a chance to see live theater, I think you should do it because a lot of the time these remake uh these movies that are based off of the theaters don't quite get it. And um Like The Lady in Black or Woman in Black
1: is one. I saw that uh, cats, originally. Uh, there. And the uh, the movie with Daniel Radcliffe, it was just missing things.
0: So, and that's what I mean. If they, like there's, you have a little bit of disconnect from theater to movie, and I think anybody gets a chance, you definitely should. Now, the reason why I say Lion King twenty nineteen is a, is a nay because one, the animation is fucking like uh, is seamless. You actually, t- like I people call it a live action movie. It's 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 CGI. There's there's no lions singing and talking in this movie. Um. So it's really good that people that people are dumb enough to say, "Oh, it's a live action movie," right? When it's not. Um, my biggest problem with this movie is when Nolan kind of hit the nail on the head when he said, "There's a certain disconnect you get from animation to uh, CGI, where if you go too real, you lose that certain emotion." Like when, uh, like for example, when uh, spoilers for a movie that came out in nineteen ninety four uh, or nineteen ninety five, sorry. Um, Mufasa. When Mufasa dies, and fucking Simba sees it, he sits there and goes, "No," and you see it in his eyes and everything like that. That it was like traumatic. And in this one, you can't get a, a, if you go to real, you can't see the emotion in Simba's face and everything like that. And there's a certain disconnect. Like if your parent dies in front of you, just don't, don't sit there and go, "No, my dad just died. <laughs> oh no!" Right. And so there's a lot of disconnect there. <laughs> um, I think the voice actors did a really good job and the singing and like, and like, they actually got actual singers. Like they got fucking, um, Josh Gambino to to, 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 to play adult Simba and his singing was awesome. They got, uh, Beyonce to sing for, uh, Nala. Um, which by the way, they, they, uh, so I think, I think the, uh, the, the leader of the hyenas you know, is called like Y.O.B. or whatever. I, I, I don't quote me on that. I can't quite remember. Um, but in this movie there's like, they, they kind of like they're like, they're sitting there building up this thing between Dala and Yobi as like, they're like they're rivals and everything like that it's like, was that really needed? It just seemed kind of like it didn't need to be added to it at all, right? Um, so I say nay because they added needless stuff uh, just for filler, just to add uh, more character for certain things where it didn't really be needed to be touched at all and, um Sometimes you there's stuff moves certain movies you just really shouldn't remake. So I'm going with Nay. Nolan? Yeah, I'm going Nay. Okay. Okay. Hell yeah, good. I'm glad we agreed on that. And one. again,
1: it's the same like it reminded me like the bits I saw remind me of uh The Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe. Because there's a cartoon and the people oh, who had so the cool. right Oh, so good. And the pe- but the people who had the rights to it? They did not want a live action version because they had absolutely zero faith that Aslan could be done well in CGI.
0: But they did it way better uh, in that movie because. They uh, did. They did a lot his,
1: better in that one than they did his,
0: in. His eyes. You can see the empathy coming through. Well, yeah. In this one, it's like, it's too real. Um,
2: Robocop, 2014. You know, I. For me you like, forgot the real movie. Oh, I'm such a fan of the real movie, of the original movie and like Robocop 2. Like again, like I grew up on that. And it just I don't know. I honestly can't tell you what was missing from the remake. That I just
1: I wasn't a fan. I I can't tell you what it was. I just, but no,
0: I I, don't, I can I, feel the pain in your voice when you're talking about I, I can't it. You're genuinely upset right now. Like,
1: I just didn't like it. And I'm lumping that in with Total Recall too, the Colin Farrell remake. Like, like again, like both of them, like, I, well, the Colin Farrell one, there was just other stuff. The acting wasn't nearly as good and it was just, the Setting was, uh, it just wasn't there. It wasn't there. It didn't have the campy Arnold factor that the original had as well, which you could, you can't recapture. You can't
0: have Colin Farrell play Arnold Schwarzenegger's character.
1: Well, but one, getting back to Robocop, nobody
0: so, out like like Arnold out there.
1: No, that that's why they CGI him, make him young in uh, all the Terminator movies.
0: And when the Terminator the- movies
1: suck. <laughs> um
2: but uh, back to robocop like that's a bi- big no for me and like there was just nothing redeeming
1: about the remake but i can't for the life of me tell you why
0: not um okay so from and all right so then my personal view of the new robocop is um took itself too seriously they're like they're like RoboCop's too slow and everything like that. So like we, we should make him fast and agile and more of like a like a like a modern action day star and everything like that. And then um, uh, and then they're sitting there going like this, and they're like, well, we need to keep it kind of like in like the Detroit kind of thing and how it's like a kind of like a like a weird dystopia style upbringing and everything like that. It lacks the wit and the social commentary of the first movie that's true I, and i think that's for me what they kind of missed out on they had some really good actors they had fucking gary oldman one of the best actors of all time in that fucking movie and it kind of just like it failed i just i just didn't feel anything and um like don't be wrong i think i i do personally personally i do like the all black look for robocop um but it's just not there. I think this is a nay. Like, runs through ruins Rue.
2: No, it was. All right. Big no for me.
0: All right, Nolan. So, well, that's pretty much all the, the movies I picked here. I have for us. Um, so, after our conversations here with a really, 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 really good example of a remake with uh, Dune, right? and our spoiler-free review of that, and some of these stinkers that we've talked about here. What's your opinion on uh, uh, remakes now that you've come out the other side of this conversation?
2: Well, sometimes... Well, a remake has to be its own movie Hmm. in order for it to be successful to
1: me. But again, there's some things that you just don't touch. Like Point Break, you don't
0: touch that. <laughs> it's like, it's I don't, the I don't thing I've ever seen is the theme for Point Break, that's for sure. I
1: did not want to see a remake of The Goonies. Like, that's something like I don't want to see that. They
0: never should. They never should. No. It's the exact same thing as uh uh Back to the Future. They make remake Back to the Future. We're fucking we're, – we're marching on Hollywood because they fucked oh, up.
1: Oh, Absolutely. Like, there's some things you just can't touch. Things are just so... Such gold, you can't touch. Um, When they do a remake, like, again, like, things have to be... Like, the remake has to be, have a lot more value added to it. Otherwise, what was the fucking point? Like, with Kong, like, they use the technology that was available to make... To really flesh out the parts that were missing in the original, like with skull Island and everything mm-hmm. but and again, they let the actors be themselves and really capture the
2: roles, which again, in some movies like they don't it's i don't so, know I, so- I I also just want some more original content mm-hmm. rather
1: than a remake of everything over and over i mean don't get me wrong the spider-man movies (laughs) i've enjoyed them rebooting those like rebooting a franchise like that i enjoy but that's not the same as remaking because they're by rebooting their it's a new movie and it stands on its own so that's how i guess you could say you can remake a movie by you have to give it its own legs or it has to find its own legs somehow
0: so it can
2: stand
0: that. on it's own. good answer so i'm uh i'm going nay on remakes i'm tired of seeing them hollywood you're lazy and that's the reason why you're failing come up with some good new <laughs> stuff uh, so i say nay on in, on remakes in general what do you think
1: you know what there's so much stuff out there i mean they're starting to do that with television Find some like more stuff like with Game of Thrones, the Wheel of Time, which I'm excited to watch next Friday when it comes out. Mm-hmm. And like, there's so much stuff out there that they just have people just have to be brave and take some risks with new stuff. Hmm. That's what I think.
0: Oh, yeah, I so mean, you're I saying neon never... remakes too. Let's fucking go. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> Austin's right again. Yes. Yeah, y neon remakes. <laughs> I saw a trailer for the new,
1: uh, oh, what the hell was it? Uh, Matrix movie. And, like, that's again, a like, sequel.
0: that's not a remake. That's, that's a,
1: a sequel. sequel. Okay, but all right. Well, I saw a trailer for the new Batman movie. Yeah. And
2: that's I so have to th-
0: uh, that's a reboot. So, that's not a remake. That's the same yeah. situation as Spider Man Homecoming. All
2: yeah, right. All right. Fine.
0: <laughs> i'm on the i i really i'm really excited for that movie but uh we could talk about uh batman and uh comic books in the next episode because you know how i like to go off on that oh yeah i'll i'll, we'll I'll talk that. i'll talk your ears off listeners i'll fucking <laughs> i'll go on for hours like there'll be there'll be times where like you'll you'll wake up and you're like fuck he's still talking god shut up
1: <laughs> that's what working together was like being an episode of clerks. That's what it felt like.
0: <laughs> well that's it, actually well you know what? Thank you. That makes me feel pretty good. That's a <laughs> that's a, that's a nerdy movie right there. Well Nolan, that's pretty much all we have to talk about today.
2: All right. Well I enjoyed
1: that. I think that was a good one.
0: Yeah that was a really good one I think. Um
1: I wanna uh, say we're going to we had a lot of fun on uh Tuesday night streaming on Twitch our board game night.
0: That and was we really even fun. Had We a... actually got to
1: talk to somebody.
0: We did. It was great. Such... A Welsh laugh. Well, in, uh... British, but she was in Wales. He was making fun and... of me, which uh, really hurt my ego. But at the same time, it was nice. It was nice to actually have somebody talk back. And it was great, you know, to get someone else's perspective on your hair. <laughs> actually, I, I haven't took my hair out of ponytail since. <laughs> like because like Melina, had, my my roommate Melina actually had said like you kind of look like Lord Farquaad, and then when uh when she when she, the the lady brought it up, I was sitting there. I was like, I looked in the mirror when I got home, and I was like, I do, I do, <laughs> and I haven't took it out of the ponytail since. Of like, no, never taller. again. You're and just way taller. You're <laughs> way taller. But yeah. So, uh, thank you. By the way, uh, she, uh, that was actually really cool. And uh, yeah, come check us out. Uh, Tuesday on uh, Twitch, we'll be streaming a uh, board game night again.
1: No, absolutely. We're gonna start doing hopefully a lot more of that because it's a lot of fun, and it was great having a chance to interact with someone.
0: Yeah. Uh, so our Twitch is still the exact same as uh as our podcast is one podcast for nerds. Uh, yeah, come ch- come stop by. Andrew's usually playing uh, Apex. Um, once I figured a way to link my PlayStation to the Twitch profile, I'll be streaming a lot of my stuff as well. And I'm sure the same will be for Nolan once he finally gets a PlayStation 5.
1: We were so close. <laughs> yeah, we were, were so close. I it was so really close. Andrew thought he
0: had it. I was, I was just about
1: to e-transfer him the money for it. And then he got the message saying, due to limited stock, his w- order was canceled.
0: Yeah. Uh, Nolan, um. Uh, time to say goodbye to the listeners.
1: Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Hopefully, Andrew will throw in his advertising bit about all of us and Acast and everything. He always but, does. Uh, yeah. All right. I'll leave that to him.
0: <laughs> yeah, Andrew. Uh, yeah, Andrew. Put in your shit. This is uh this has been one podcast for nerds, signing off. Have a good night, everybody.
1: All right. From Austin and on. Cheers all. <laughs>